where to start? I forgot yeah. everything you Good. just said. Okay. So, well, how do you, you want to start, start this? This is Kathleen. And this is Katie. And welcome to another life-affirming episode of Is Is It It Really Really That That Bad? Bad? Today, Kathleen and I are bringing you a very special episode of Is It Really That Bad? We're bringing you Is Is It It Really Really That That Good? Good? Kathleen, tell them what we're doing today. So we're going to talk about things that are overrated. Yeah, it's those things that everyone's talking about. There's buzz, there's magazine articles, there's best of listicles that Mm -hmm. these things always sort of fall into. It's the, oh my God, did you, have you gone to, can I dial you about, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the hashtag, this restaurant. And it's not just restaurants. Yeah. Katie, let me ask you a question. Okay. I want to talk about things that you find overrated. Okay. Things that I find overrated. Or that one would find overrated. Oh, boy. The first thing that came to my head, mm-hmm. and this is, I feel like this is going to be a little bit controversial. Okay. Because it's something that I really love. And Babies. I, well, yes. But other than that, I mean, that's kind of Babies are overrated. Oh, 100%. Um, but it's something that I really love, and I do a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that people like to talk about it more than it actually is a fun thing to do. And it is the Hollywood Bowl. Oh. Which I think is like, it's a great activity, like going to see a show at the Hollywood Bowl, like going yeah. to see your favorite band or singer or whatever. But it is such a goddamn hassle. And I get that that's a really like privileged problem to have. Sure. You know, I fully understand that. And I probably sound like such a brat for saying it. But last week, one of my favorite singers was playing there, and I almost got tickets, but I was just like, I can't, I don't want to. I just don't want to, like, face that event. What do you think is overrated? I got a couple things. Okay. Uh, but I do want to bring Chad into this conversation. Okay. Speaking of overrated. Well, Chad has an overrated person that <laughs> oh, a person. Makes, okay. makes me clutch my pearls. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's surprising that we still speak. Okay. Bob Dylan. Oh, God. This isn't to say that he is not brilliant, that he is not wonderful, but he is the most overrated musician of all time. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're just wrong. I have stuck through Bob Dylan through his 1980s Jesus phases, his backup singer, soul singer phases. His He did the soundtrack to Band of the Hand, which I stuck through. I've seen him in concert. What do you think, Katie? She has Katie's face right now. Yeah. Looks like she. This podcast is over. Yeah, we're done. It I'm looks fired. like you just shit on her desk. Yeah. yeah. Can I explain myself? Yes, please. Very briefly, Bob Dylan is the beneficiary of being in the right place at the right time. I have known hundreds, if not thousands, of singer songwriters in my life that all write beautiful music and beautiful lyrics and sing obviously better than Dylan. He's never gonna nobody's ever gonna say that he was a great singer and I understand that's not his appeal. But he was in the right place at the right time. He was in Greenwich Village in the sixties, just right place, right time. And there could have been any number of Bob Dylans. He just happened to be in the scene. And that's all it was back then was the scene. So You can't hear us shaking our heads. No, they can't. Oh, should we just go, Kathleen? Should we just move on? <laughs> well, look, you guys are going to go have a good dinner tonight, right? Yes. That's the plan? We are. So, well, I have to, yes, and I want to get into that. That's a great segue. But I, I have to tell you what I find overrated. Yeah, what's yours? 
Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is the emperor's new clothes. I, I feel like Lynn Manuel Manuel Miranda. I don't even know the man's name. Yeah. Uh, you know, Spring Awakening was bad enough. Mm-hmm. And then we get to Hamilton. And I think it is overrated. I think it is like those troops who come to your high school and teach you about history uh, <laughs> in rap. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not down with it. I've listened to the music and I think it's 100% overrated okay now that we've lost our entire audience <laughs> sure. hamilton sure. bob dylan yeah and yours the Hollywood yeah, Ka- yeah and katie children. is just yeah, children. Yeah, children. katie hates babies what a bunch of privileged assholes we are yeah. but that's fine yeah okay. um yeah i what but ha- have you seen it i have listened i've heard all the music to it i have not seen it now here's the weird culty thing that scares me even more uh, I know people, and I think you're one of them, that were with me on oh, the yeah. overrating part because yep. they had heard the music, and then they went. And it's like they put out these hypnotic transmitters yeah. because everyone comes back. They're like, no, you just have to see it. And I'm like, I don't, I think you've been hypnotized. <laughs> I think that you're drinking the Kool Aid, and I think it's that. delicious. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. So it's like how cats give you that, like, weird chemical that makes you love cats i don't have that chemical Mm. i love cats i love (laughs) the cats in my life so speaking of overrated katie Mm -hmm. so speaking of overrated yes hamilton things are overrated tonight Mm -hmm. kathleen and i are going to one of the most buzzworthy restaurants in la right now Mm -hmm. um it's called bestia Mm -hmm. it's in downtown los angeles in the heart of the most overrated part of the city yes um where everything is you know down when i moved here 10 years 12 years ago however long downtown la was not a place i would go on my own very frequently okay um yeah and now it has become such an in Instagram friendly like atmosphere where everything is just like painted on walls and you can stand against a wall with wings painted on it. <laughs> Hashtag DTLA. You know? yeah. There's murals and strung lights. And yeah. It's very pretty. It is. And you can buy like $15 drinks. And You so can on. buy $15 drinks. <laughs> I'm not going to buy a $15 drink. Okay. Downtown LA has become like the new Beverly Hills. It's like the most expensive part of the city. And do you know, I learned today that it has a 12% uh, not rented. Vacancy. Oh, oh gotcha. it has a twelve percent vacancy rate. It's so expensive. A couple it's too expensive. Last about a year and a half ago, I was looking for a new apartment, and it was immediately like it wasn't even on the list of mm. neighborhoods to live in. Yeah. Here's the thing about some of the reviews we found for Bestia. So most of the reviews were four and five stars. Pretty much everyone who gives a review of this restaurant gives a rave review. It's the best food they've ever had. Of the restaurant. Yeah. But that being said, almost all of the reviews had a couple little digs, Mm. had a couple little like, it was wonderful and the best night of my life, except for this one thing. Mm -hmm. And adding up all of the little ones that we found, to me, what I found was like, spoke very loudly from these reviews was it for any other restaurant that we've looked at or any other experience that we've sort of dug into on this 
in this project in this podcast any any one of those things would render a two-star review Mm. like they were there's well we well, we can read them but mm-hmm. it just yeah i just found it interesting that people were so willing to overlook things that were in another circumstance a total deal breaker mm-hmm. but because this one is a best of la and it's there's a world famous chef and you know it's been on all it's been featured here and there that it was a total like non-issue where do you think that's born of I think it's born a little bit of a desire to be hip, okay. like a desire to be part of what's going on in a very fun city, in a fun and vibrant city. And when enough places, it's the PR machine. It's when enough places tell you that, like, this is the place to be, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm in the place to be. Right. With my good shoes and my hat. Yeah. Yeah. My hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I I think conspicuous consumption and consumerism is how people validate themselves. Mm-hmm. When I called to make a reservation... Thank mm-hmm. you for calling Bestia. Please listen to the following options in order for us to direct your call. Uh, the woman... Yeah, this is... Okay, I called two and a half months ago. Mm-hmm. Hi there. Um, I am trying to make a reservation for a Saturday night in November. The weekend of November 18th. It was already booked. So it does look like we are pretty fully committed that evening. I was offered five o'clock or 10.30 p.m. or later. I went on open table and it says Bestia is booked on average 126 times per day. Oh my God. Yeah. At what point is that just perpetuating itself? Like at what, you know, you see a line of people and you just go and stand on the line and then say, what are we waiting for? You know, it's like that kind of thing. Like, oh, 126 times. Click. I guess I better get in there. Yeah. You know. And then at my next dinner party, I can say, have you been to Bastia? (laughs) Oh, yes. I went last week or we went for Jimmy's anniversary or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We took Bobby there for graduation. You know. (laughs) All right. Let's read some reviews. All right. You go first. Okay, let me pull one up. Um, Okay, so I went... I went to our good friends at Yelp. I also, for this one, went to um, Zagat. Zagat. I never know. Uh, Who knows? Um, Because I feel like they have a little bit of a, like, fancy edge that I, that seemed appropriate here. Um, And here are, here are a couple five-star reviews from there. Okay. Uh, Perry Icor. This was left on... The man's name is Perry. <laughs> of course he's fancy. <laughs> of course he's at Bestia. That's a fancy fancy Frenchman's name. Um, this was left almost exactly one month ago. Okay. Uh, Perry says, The lines are long, and without a reservation, forget it. But the food here is amazing. Unique, incredibly delicious, great service, really knowledgeable and professional servers, very loud and upbeat, but the food is truly the very best you've ever had. Those are big words. They are big words, but they're also, I mean, part of what I'm getting from that is that it's crowded yeah. and loud yeah. and yeah, expensive. Yeah, it's a little um, borderline personality disordered. Like, this thing is horrible, this thing is horrible, and I'm crammed into this thing, and there's a ton of people, and blah, 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 mm-hmm. but... But you must try you the Branzino. <laughs> yeah, 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 the Branzino. Uh, okay. So we've got Natalie spelled also very fancy mm. with a L-I-E at the end. This was written a couple months ago. I've been there twice and both times every single dish was amazing. Definitely not recommended for vegetarians, let alone vegans. Every plate is so carefully crafted in and out 
and confirms the fact that foodgasms are a thing. Kathleen, this is going to be a whole new like moment know. for our friendship. I don't know, Katie. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Bestia is one of the few places in the high-end LA food scene that I will gladly fully open my wallet to and commit to the price tag in exchange for an unforgettable experience. Plus, if you're ever not sure, the fact that you can come on any night of the week and every single time find it packed to the rim, you absolutely need a reservation, speaks for itself, in my humble opinion, dot, dot, dot. I, I, okay, Natalie, let me say this to you. I agree that there are very few places that I will go, here's my credit card, I'm not even looking at the bill. And I don't know if Bestie is one of them. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. We haven't been there yet. We might get there and be like, you know what? Like, bring me one of everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, like, not good for... Um, packed to the rim. For Any vegetarians. Oh, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, not good for vegans. Yeah. Yeah. Packed to the rim. Like, it's all about the spin. It's all in the way you spin your review or you, or your, or you set your own expectations. What they're saying is is this will be an inconvenience and it's well worth it. Yeah, like the Hollywood Bowl. Yes. <laughs> yes, correct. Um, okay. Enrique. Mm. Uh, this place is truly amazing. Their chairs can be improved as well as the sticky tables. I give it five stars because they deserve it. It's just those minor details that can be improved. Like the table being clean? That's not a minor That's, detail. Yeah, that is not at all a minor detail. Or the chairs being Im- improved? Like... I'm oh, sitting so I'm, there. I'm going to be uncomfortable. I'm going to spend $100 to be uncomfortable and touch other people's grime. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Like <laughs> yeah. five stars. Wow. Um, but it's truly amazing grime. And it's truly amazing chairly sticky things. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, Julian with a hyphenated last name, which again, fancy. These yeah. people are fancy. They are very, very fancy. Restaurant has a nice atmosphere in a converted warehouse. It was lively inside and out. Service was generally friendly and prompt, though it was clear the waiter had a lot of table to attend to. The food was good. However, there were only four options for a secunde, which two of which were large steaks. Portion size on the pasta was very small for the price. And that was a five-star review. That's a five-star review. I would not, that doesn't sound like, if I was reading that about any other restaurant, that would not be a five-star review. Yeah, those are all complaints. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. Um, I found one one-star review okay. that I, I loved. Okay. It was, and uh, I would like to read that for you now. I would love to hear it. This is from Chase. This is this year. Chase says, uh, it's been a few months since I ate at Bestia, and the memory experience still angers me at least once a week. I have never had a worse experience with a waiter in my life. The staff seemed very attentive and friendly enough. The exception seemed to be our waiter. My friend was very excited to take us here and had made reservations far in advance. The waiter started off by rushing us to the point of making my friend incredibly uncomfortable. Questions were answered with sarcasm or unveiled disdain. (laughs) When told about our dietary restrictions, he scoffed at us and asked, why are you even here? Yes, the waiter asked why we were there. We became um, to eat to the pay food. you thousands of dollars <laughs> right. for your food. Whoa! Uh, we became silent after a few more of his remarks aimed at us. The waiter then made a series. I think he means the waiter then made a series of jokes aimed at us and walked away. 
When he returned for the order, my friend felt threatened and overwhelmed. He simply said, bring me whatever you want, because he was too intimidated and uncomfortable to even read the menu. Okay, well, I don't know. That's some pussy shit. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah. Like, just bring me whatever. I don't even care. Well, I think it's... Just, no, he's saying he was so scared and uncomfortable. He's like, just bring me whatever, sir, waiter, to stop making jokes at me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little... Yeah. That's like... I'm too fragile of a human being. It's a little pull your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little... Uh, wh- and if the guy's a D-bag up front, why are you letting him order your food? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I Talk wouldn't. to someone else. Yeah. Mm, anyway. Okay. Um, or I don't know, just point to something you want to eat. Because yeah. you get to do that because you're <laughs> in the restaurant. You're in the driver's seat here, buddy. Yeah. All right. The rest of the night, we were subject to being treated terribly and ignored, with the exception of an eye roll every time the waiter walked by. When my friend got his food, the waiter couldn't even be bothered to tell him what he had selected. (laughs) When it came time for dessert, there was no menu given, verbal or written. There were no options offered other than, do you want dessert? My friend's date described something she had seen from a neighboring table, a plate that looked like cinnamon balls, and the waiter said, we don't have anything like that, and walked away. The table next to us heard heard this all and actually gave her one of their cinnamon balls. (laughs) This night was hands down the worst night of dining I have had in my life, and I do not say that lightly. I'm actually upset again writing this, and have been at least once a week since the experience. (laughs) It enrages me to think that this man has a job in the service industry at a respected restaurant. I'm aware that my diet is limiting. I I never asked for or expected any special service. And then all in caps. I did not ask for my partner, friend, or myself to be insulted for this. I am used to making do and finding what I can eat in any restaurant and have never been laughed at, scoffed at, and told an incredibly insulting story about one of your food runners. I am in, capital, utter shock over this experience. I cannot think of any time in my 40 plus years of dining where I was still angry about something the next week, let alone months later. I have no idea why anyone would want to eat here. Why do people wait for a reservation to come in, be rushed, be insulted, treated like an enemy, and rushed out so that the waiters can laugh about you later? I'm writing this review today at the request of my partner in an effort to get past this. This was the worst dining experience of my life. I think about it every time I think about DTLA. Okay, Chase. <laughs> I'm going to invite I think Chad you. Has something to say. Chase is the only honest review out of all of these because, mm. like Katie pointed out, these people are complaining about so many things about the restaurant, but don't have the guts to say, "Yeah, it's like two, three stars." They don't yeah. have the guts to go against the grain. Yeah, and that's the bigger issue. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, uh, this city though. You will never eat in this town again. <laughs> yeah, right. leave us a bad yeah. review. Yeah. Like, what are people afraid of? Of saying like, yeah, yeah, the chairs were uncomfortable. It was grimy. The waiter was rude. Five stars don't don't hurt me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't starve me. I like it too. I, you know, it's so interesting. It is, it is this collective safe zone that people are in it's a really strange and i find it a lot in this city in particular Mm -hmm. okay so bestia has guess how many reviews they have katie um over a thousand more over two thousand more (gasps) how many four thousand two hundred and sixty one reviews how many five stars three thousand four hundred and eighty two four and five star reviews (laughs) every single one of those people talk about how overpriced and noisy it is guaranteed (laughs) but you gotta go (laughs) i know five stars i guess we'll go to bestia and find out is Is it really really that good ain't it just like the night you play tricks when you're trying to 
It's all true. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It. I mean... It really is that good. It is that good, and then some. I don't know who shits on this place. All of those reviews that had, like, those subtle digs were bullshit. Like, I didn't agree with any of them. Well, and I think what they're saying is, hey, even if this might be a little bit of an inconvenience, this place is wonderful. Oh, my God. And they're not wrong. It's in the, one of the top 10 restaurants I've ever eaten at. Yeah, me too. Easy. I mean, might be one of my top five. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we originally thought that we would come in here and just be like, yep, that good. The end. Like, there's no more to say about it. It is. I have never tasted food like that or had an experience like that. We're recording. All right. All right, guys. So we're walking up to Bestia and I got to say. Just on approach, it's a very cool yeah, scene. It's very cool. It's like kind of in an alley. It's in an alley. But there's a big mural. A lot of artists walking around, shuffling their feet. <laughs> uh, to the left and the right of us, there. Well, to the left of us, there are apartments with like cool art. You know, this is very New York. Yeah, you get it feels inside that house. It feels pretty New Yorky. Um, and there's a big mural with like men wearing boxer briefs stabbing each other <laughs> yeah it's a very romanesque this place was outstanding outstanding unexpected on every level i i cannot think of another restaurant in los angeles that is this intentional about their food yeah that is this that has has complex flavors all of it it is everything was so thoughtful intentional yes and like all right let's go in there's a guy, uh, like a hipster guy, getting high in the alley. <laughs> a little walk-up stairs situation. It looks like all like metal paneling, kind of. I can hear it out here. Like I'm already yeah. feeling noise. Very loud. Very loud already. And I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. So we get there and we're early. We were early. We were very. We were like 40 minutes early. Yeah. And I was afraid they were going to be like, okay, well, it'll be 40 minutes. Yeah, sit here in the cold underneath this weird heater and blah, blah, blah. She was so, hi, she goes, hi, welcome. That was the first thing she said to us. Yeah. And I said, hi, uh, we have a reservation, we're early. Well, I can see you right away. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, And I was just like, okay, great. Great. Yeah. And they took us right to our seats. Like, they may as well have said Katie and Kathleen. Yeah. Like, there were two seats waiting for us. Yep. Yep. So our waiter came. Hi. Hi. Well, first uh, we were seated and then we were asked if we wanted sparkling or still water, Mm -hmm. which is always nice to have that option. Yeah. And when I wanted sparkling and Katie wanted still, they didn't bat an eye at that. No problem. Yeah. Um, Our waiter from the from the jump was friendly and ready to and like ready to talk and wanted to know what we were what we were getting and what how that was going to affect the other things we were getting. There were so many fantastic interesting choices. Mm-hmm. We couldn't decide on our first course. Yeah. So we were kind of between the uh, chicken liver pate mm-hmm. and the bone marrow. They all sound amazing. They're and amazing. we had our other a couple other things picked out that we knew that we wanted and so the waiter came back over 
and asked us, you know, and we said, we have a couple questions for you. Um, just wanted to get some of your suggestion. He was more than happy to do that. He was like super up for it. I said, we need your guidance. And he said, I'm here. I am like a, a, a guider. Oh, okay. Okay. Or a guardian. Yeah, he was like totally um, playing along with us. Yeah, he was, and so we asked which one he would. He which, we asked which one of those two things he would prefer, and he said, "Well, what else are you getting?" Yeah, he was a meal planner. Yeah, <sighs> Joseph. Joseph. So we got that. We ended up with the chicken liver pate. No regrets. No regrets. We got the oxtail uh, ravioli. Yes. Okay, so the chicken liver pate comes. Uh-huh. Okay. Holy balls! Oh, we watched it, mate. Yeah. The man had the hands of Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. This is gorgeous. You made it like, I was like, I want you to come paint my house. (laughs) And the body of Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) He was, I think, taller. Yeah. Oh my God. And then he handpicks lemon rind Mm -hmm. that is so exquisitely done. Yeah. And then the freshest pieces, again, hand-picked pieces of parsley, Italian parsley. And placed right where they should be. Mm-hmm. This is the same man that I watched for five minutes. He hand-picked rosemary. Yeah. Like hand-separated rosemary. Gorgeous. I said to Kathleen, I had never known true lemon zest until that moment. Mm-hmm. Like that, I've never, I've never. It, Yeah. All of the guys, they were all men who mm-hmm. were making the food, mm-hmm. um, were all very, like, hip. It was a very, mm-hmm. like, international crowd yes. behind the behind the barrier. Yes. Um, behind the food wall. Behind the food wall. The glass food wall. Um, the oxtail ravioli. Mm. Every time a new course came, it was brought by a whole different person. That's right. Our waiter never actually brought us any food. That's true. There were servers and waiters. There were servers and waiters. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So she brings uh, the food and she says, hold on one second, believe it or not. I don't know why she said believe it or not. Like, she seemed trustworthy. <laughs> like, we would be like, no. No. <laughs> but she goes, believe it or not, this is so much better if you eat it with a spoon. Yeah. Because then you can get some of the brown butter sauce. Yeah. She said you can get, uh, yeah, the, you can get the pistachio and the brown butter sauce. And so she brought back spoons. Yeah. I just and had she to w- add that. She was right. She was, yeah, she was right. I can definitely say, Kathleen, I've never had anything like this. I have not. Uh, So, that was delicious. Delish. And then came, I guess, what would be the main course. Mm -hmm. The lamb neck. That sounds savage that we ordered lamb neck. I know. We were originally like, is that going to be any, is there going to be enough meat on there? Like, what is this? Yeah, what is lamb neck? Yeah. We found out. Well, (laughs) holy smokes. Only the most delicious thing you'll eat all year. Yeah. That did look like we had just foraged it from, like, the wild lands. Uh, It was like a giant piece of lamb neck and a gorgeous little green salad on the side with some shaved fennel. Mm. And I took one bite of it and had to put my fork down. Oh, my God. It's falling off. I don't even need a knife. Stop it. Yeah. Like, just stop. Yeah. It was wonderful. And you then, had one thing about it, though. I thought it. I thought it was a little salty, but again, lamb is really, really, really tricky, and for them to cook lamb neck and have it not be gamey 
Fall off the bone. Falling off the bone. Yeah, I mean, it was divine. The whole experience. Yeah. Um, so after that, they brought us the dessert menu, which we obviously had to. Oh, yeah. At that point, there was no turning back. No. So we each got a cup of coffee. Um, and then we ordered... Uh, coffee from Stumptown. Yeah, which is right next door. Yes. Uh, delicious coffee. Yeah, yeah. Great. And then... We got the budino. It was a budino tart. Oh, God. My God. God. But it was like, it was caramel, salt, and it w- had like a drizzle of olive oil on it. Oh, so perfect. Why don't I eat that all the time? I said, if I had an entire pan of it, I'd be in serious trouble. Yeah. It was dangerous. I usually have great control when it comes to desserts I'll eat just a tiny little bit at, w- at work <laughs> my coworkers always know that I've touched something because there'll be just a tiny little corner <laughs> cut off and they're like oh Kathleen took a bite because I, I don't love I don't love consuming sweets I, it, sugar is not great well it's not great for anybody but yeah. it, per, in particular doesn't do it doesn't make you feel good doesn't make me feel great uh and so I usually have great self-control. Nope. Not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> nope. It was one of those things. Katie and I was sharing dessert, and I was like, I don't care if she gets shortchanged on this dessert. I'm not going to stop eating it. I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be impolite. I'm glad you did. Uh, yeah. I, I think I ate the lion's share of that. I think we were pretty evenly matched there, but holy smokes. So excellent. I cannot think of another restaurant in Los Angeles that is so intentional about their food that is that has such care and complex flavors yeah and that i just i can't think of another place me neither and that i mean we walked in and we it is it's it's not it's a little bar and grilly we were kind of straight out of new york yeah you feel like you're in brooklyn yeah um or the meatpacking district and Mm -hmm. the decor is meat forward yeah there's like meat hooks hanging everywhere like as the chandeliers and whatnot which it was a little like it's not how i would decorate my house but it's i actually would i loved it it was edison (laughs) next time i go over to kelly's house just covered in meat hooks (laughs) well it had like the edison light bulbs and the meat hooks we learned bestie has been open for five years yeah i don't think it has slipped no, I mean I can't imagine what it was like the day it opened. Uh, it's just probably or like the month after it opened, after they worked out the kinks, you know. Yeah, it's a husband and wife team, which I also adore. He, mm-hmm. they said, they said he, they're they're here every night. Yeah, she is the pastry chef, and God bless her. Yeah. If I ever meet her in a dark alley, I'd kiss her <laughs> on the mouth, straight on the lips. <laughs> And he apparently, like, they're at the restaurant every night of the week. Yeah. Which the our waiter, Joseph, did say. He was like, much to my delight. And, oh, really? Well, yeah, kind of like, and he was like, no, 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 I'm kidding. Like, he said that oh. kind of sarcastic. I thought it was kind of funny. So, but that's the thing. You know, we were, so the um, guys who were making the first courses that we were watching, mm-hmm. I kept trying to, like, get their eye. We, we spoke to Ben at yeah. one point, and he was very nice. But the other guys... I kept trying to get their eye and be like, what you're doing is great. Like, I really was wanted to be like, I love it. Yeah. Um, but they were not engaging at all. And it dawned on me that they're probably being watched very closely. Like, every <laughs> aspect of that experience yeah. was curated. Yes. You know, everything from the most minuscule flavor to the way you 
sit in your chairs yeah. is part of the bestia experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was into it. Yeah. Well, I said to Katie, I was like, if I had fuck you money, A, I would live in the arts district. Yeah. B, I would come to bestia two to three nights a week. <laughs> and then I said to Joseph, our waiter, when we were leaving, Katie went to the restroom and I said, you know, I was just complimenting him because it was just such a lovely, lovely evening. And I said, he said, well, you know, he was like, where are you guys coming from? And I told him the neighborhoods and he said, oh, definitely come back. He goes, I know Santa Monica is a bit of a drive, but come back. And I said, oh, my God, I can't wait to come back. And I said, honestly, I said to my friend, if I had fuck you money, I'd be here every night. And he's just like, oh, awesome. Like super sweet. And then uh, he he's like, all right, we'll have a good night. And he turns around. And then he turns back and he goes, and good luck with your fuck you money. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joseph. You too. I mean, like, yes to you. Yeah. Yes to this whole thing. Like, what waiter can do that, you know? I loved it. I, I really did not. I was gonna love it. Me neither. I think we were both going there with the like, all right, like okay, this is gonna be overhyped and a bunch of LA bullshit. Yeah, it was so lovely. It was. I, I, I think that the room was crowded. Uh, this is my only thing, and this is personal to me. If I want to, like, I was, I felt great the whole time, and mm-hmm. I felt very relaxed. I like a quiet space if that food could have been in my living room with the best man on the planet uh i would have been just as happy yeah i would have been happier but i the fact that i had to do it in this space when they say yeah it's a little crowded and yeah it's this little and this and little this but however it's totally worth it they're not wrong it's true i know it's totally worth it i didn't want it to be true yeah. But it is. I know. Guys, uh, honestly, it is so wonderful. It really is that good. I have to say, I was I was thinking this was going to be a Hamilton, Bob Dylan situation. Yeah. The worst thing Chad and I could ever do is go see Bob Dylan doing Hamilton. And I <laughs> at thought the that, Hollywood Bowl. At the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> and I thought this was going to be it. Yeah. And it too. was... Was it really that good? Yes. It was really, it was that, really good. that good. really that good.